you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for LAist's new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We are where we eat. We'll go behind the scenes of LA restaurants. The kickoff event is May 22nd. Tickets at LAist.com slash events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report, did you feel this morning's earthquake in the mountains above Rancho Cucamonga? Wasn't really big, but it was big enough that they felt it in Long Beach and Glendale. Federal prosecutors are after two men they say used phony Airbnb accounts to scam millions of dollars from vacation home renters. And an L.A. man who needs a stem cell transplant has a cousin willing to help if he can untangle his cousin from U.S. immigration red tape. It's Friday, January 5th. I'm Nick Roman. This is the L.A. Report from L.A. at 89.3. Well, we got a nice little shake this morning just before 11 o'clock, a sizable earthquake that rumbled under the San Gabriel Mountains about a dozen miles north of Rancho Cucamonga. LA's host Julia Paskin is watching the seismograph today. USGS says the quake hit just before 11 Friday morning. It registered at 4.2 out near Lytle Creek, about 13 miles north of Rancho Cucamonga. There were not any reports of immediate injuries or damages, but people from all over on social media say they felt the jolt from Riverside to Irvine, Long Beach and Glendale. Seismologist Dr. Lucy Jones says Friday's quake is right where the San Andreas and San Jacinto faults come together. And it's also the same spot where a 5.2 magnitude quake hit in 1970. For LAist 89.3, I'm Julia Paskin. Well, today's earthquake was a reminder to be prepared, so check out LAist.com for tips or listen to the Big One podcast with Jacob Margolis. It'll tell you everything you need to know to survive a catastrophic earthquake. By the way, today's earthquake wasn't the biggest in the world. The biggest so far today is a magnitude 5.2 aftershock that came five days after that deadly New Year's Day 7.5 magnitude earthquake in northwest Japan. Two men have been indicted for what federal prosecutors say was a multi-million dollar scam involving phony accounts with Airbnb and other short-term home rental apps. LA's reporter McKenna Sievertson says some of the fakes were in Los Angeles. The Justice Department is accusing the men of using fake names and fake properties to scam thousands of people out of $8.5 million. They would allegedly double book properties in LA, Malibu, Marina del Rey, and across the country before coming up with last minute bogus excuses to cancel or move the guests. U.S. Attorney Martina Estrada is involved with this case. He says there was also a racial bias aspect to the scam. They made decisions in terms of which renters to cancel on, in part based on their race. They tried to avoid renting to guests who they thought were black. The men are facing more than a dozen federal charges and are expected to be arraigned in Los Angeles later this month. Airbnb said in a statement the accounts connected with this case were removed from their platform in 2019. We've reached out to the attorneys for both men, but have not heard back. For LAist 89.3, I'm McKenna Siebertson. 
Here's a heads up for you. If your late night drive home takes you on the 605 or the 91 freeways, starting at 11 tonight, three lanes of the 605 North will be closed from South Street to the 91. Caltrans has some road work to do. They'll reopen those lanes 7 tomorrow morning. And the connectors from the 91 to the 605 North, they'll also be closed overnight. Good news this week for Inglewood. The federal government is chipping in more than a billion dollars to help build three stations for the city's people mover. That's the automated train that will someday run a mile and a half from the Metro K line to SoFi Stadium. Details from LAist reporter Yusra Farzan. Funding for the Inglewood Transit Connector is coming from the Federal Transit Administration's Capital Investment Grant Program. Their pledge will foot half the bill for the project. The transit connector is slated to be completed in time for the 2028 LA Olympics and is designed to carry 11,000 riders an hour. City officials hope it will ease traffic congestion and neighborhood disruptions during sporting and entertainment events in the city and encourage people to take public transport to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The project will displace dozens of local businesses, but Inglewood says it will provide relocation funds. For LA 89.3, I'm Yusra Farzan. Coming up, an LA man who needs a stem cell transplant has a cousin willing to help if he can untangle his cousin from U.S. immigration red tape. That's after the break. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS for a morning of multilingual story times, interactive performances, art making, and lots of kid fun. Bring the whole fam and join us for a super fun Saturday at LAS in Pasadena on June 1st. Tickets at LAS.com slash events. See you there. This is the LA Report. I'm Nick Roman. An L.A. man with an aggressive form of leukemia is hoping for a stem cell transplant to save his life. His cousin in the Philippines is willing to come to the United States to donate stem cells, but he can't because his travel visa request to the U.S. has been denied. The story from L.A.ist reporter Josie Wong. Arthur Yu's cousin was denied a visa last month. The State Department cited a section of immigration law indicating that the cousin had not proven he would return to the Philippines after a temporary stay in the U.S. The cousin is appealing the decision and has an interview at the U.S. Embassy in Manila next week. Meanwhile, Yu has connected to a network of cancer patients from immigrant families. Their relatives from certain countries, like in Asia and Africa, have struggled to get visas to come make life-saving donations. Many of us non-Caucasians are first-gen, second-gen, and most of our gene pool are back in our parents' home countries. Yu has reached out to U.S. Senator Alex Padilla for help. Padilla's office says it's made a congressional inquiry into the cousin's visa application. For LAist 89.3, I'm Josie Huang. Tomorrow is Dia de los Reyes, Three Kings Day. It marks the epiphany when, in the Catholic tradition, three wise men travel to Bethlehem to meet baby Jesus. 
Dia de los Reyes is a big holiday in Mexico, and to celebrate, many families eat rosca de reyes. It's a ring-shaped dessert with dried fruit on top and a figurine of a baby hidden inside. The tradition behind finding the baby changes region to region, family to family, city to city. But if you find the baby, traditionally, you must make a dinner and throw a party. That's Eber Lopez Renteria with La Menarca Bakery. It has dozens of locations in Southern California. And that party he was talking about, it's held on February 2nd. That's Dia de la Candelaria, also known as Candlemas. Thanks for listening to the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to listen this weekend when Julia Paskin brings you the L.A. Report Weekend Edition. The L.A. Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujie. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse, our director of content development. Our engineer, Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. We have more about today's stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible, so please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. Alayist has a new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We Are Where We Eat will go behind the scenes of some of your favorite L.A. restaurants to find out how and why they do what they do. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for the first event where we'll explore how restaurants help make a neighborhood and we'll all have something delicious to eat afterwards. It's May 22nd at the Crawford. Get your tickets now at LAist.com events.